All right, now to start editing episode eight. Willie, are you eating my episode? Give it to me right now, you little monster. Hand it over right now. Don't you growl at me. You come here. Come, no, come here. You're not gonna get away from me that easy. Come here. Ah, uh, nope, nope, Ha uh. ha, got you. Now you get out. Bad monster, bad. <sighs> All right, well, hopefully I can salvage something. Now where's that play button? Ah, here it is. everyone, this is Dan the GM here welcoming you back to What the Dice. This would be episode 8, but because Willie got into the recording studio and ate my recording, this is going to be episode 8-9, but we're just going to roll it into one episode. So I welcome you to episode 8. So, the format's a little different. Our favorite storyteller is going to catch you up with everything you missed in episode 8. And then we'll roll it into episode 9. But... For all intents purposes, this is episode 8. Willie, what are you doing in here? Will you go- Get out! I don't need your back sass. Out! 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 As we walk up the familiar coastline, we move up towards the campsite. The storyteller's campsite is completely in ruins. Yes, the campfire is lit, but all of the tents have been destroyed. Cookware scattered about. Books look like they have been chewed upon. Our eyes are drawn to a strange metal cage. Looking in, we see a strange creature. Six-sided snarling, licking at the cage. In his teeth, pieces of leather booking. The old storyteller steps out from the shadows. Ah, me friends. I'm sorry that my camp is of disarray. But as you see, I have a very strange visitor. This strange creature has decided to make himself known and chewed on my book, of which I was going to tell you the tale of. So let me recant what I remember. And as for this strange creature, I have come to know his name. This is Willie, the original monster dice so as for our team as you remember our team was getting ready to enter the cursed swamp as they entered things changed a strange mist clung to the trees around them 
making it hard to peer past into the swamp around them. In this strange clearing was a stump, and on this stump, a strange metal sign, and in front of this sign, a strange torch. Our team ignored the torch for now. The fibulous short round and Clyde Holdkeep began to study the stump. Pulling at the sign, knocking at the wood, the fibulous recognized this metal. This metal is come to be known as the Metal of the Gods. Kalila, picking up the torch, has Clyde strike it. As the torch becomes ablaze, the mist retreats deeper into the forest line. Moving forward, they enter into the Curse Swamp proper. Behind them, vines begin to outstretch, sealing off the exit. As our team turns, kobolds come out and attack. During this fight, Kalila unties herself to give herself an advantage on these strange kobolds who fight with a strange fury. As the battle ends, the team watches that strange goo from before slither around, disappear into the water, and move deep into the swamp. Moving deeper still, the team comes across a strange reflective plate. As the team begins to study it, Kalila and Clyde are struck with fear and run. Kalila to the west, moving deep into the mist. Clyde runs to the east, dragging poor Defibulus behind him. Returning our attention to Kalila, in this deep mist, the torch cannot fight off the strange mist, and it begins to encompass her. Slowly but surely, the air is choked out, and she disappears. Clyde and Defibulus have decided to double back to go find their friend Kalila. Kalila finds herself by the strange wooden stump. Following their tracks, she sees the strange wall of vines. Peering through, she can see the Fibulous and Holdkeep standing, waiting for her. As she pushes through, she is not stopped. Now as the team gets together, they decide to go deal with the strange reflective mirror. Once there, the team discusses what to do. As a safety precaution, Kalila buries the mirror with some soft dirt. The team has now decided to push forward. Just a few feet past the mirror, they are ambushed by kobolds. A stray arrow strikes the torch, knocking it from Kalila's hand. The flame goes out. 
team is quickly engulfed in the mist, passing out. A few minutes later, they awake. Behind them, the thorn wall. In front of them, the torch. All the while, they have been being watched. Kalila decides to investigate further. In the trees are strange fey folk. Short, one-foot-tall creatures carrying tiny spears. They speak in a language no one understands, chittering and chirping like wild animals. Kalila studies them. Realizing they are not a threat, the team decides to push forward. The old man leans down, picks up a book. Flipping through the torn pages, he nods. Now, this is where the book picks up. As you guys continue to move northward, the mist keeps its distance, but keeps lingering around the trees. These strange creatures have started to reappear, climbing down from the leaves but and return to watching you. Spear in hand, they chitter, mostly out of like a communication. They are communicating with each other, maybe relaying information about you, maybe not. Or it could just be bestial communications like a chipmunk or a rabbit. Just that weird... Well, at least that means we have uh, noises again. It is nice to have some noises instead of pure silence, yes. Kalela, can I get a intelligence roll? I left, yes. Twelve. Okay. Here, continue. Where would you guys like to go? I said I was moving northward. Okay. Is the team following? Yeah. Sounds good to me. As you're looking, you start to see more water. You're definitely getting into the thicker part of the swamp, probably the lowlands, as Kalila, you have been around forests and swamps enough to know that you're probably heading into more of the heart of the swamp. This is usually where more of your swamp creatures would reside. There's going to be very little ground, and every step you make will be noisy. Well, at least we don't have to worry about trying to be quiet. Every move you make. What about more of those, like, things that were eating rabbits? Of moving puddles? I haven't seen any, but it is probably wise. We can all find long sticks and poke at it before we step. Every step you take, every move you make, I'll be See watching. it, Clyde. 
guys will be Alright, well, we're closer to the actual heart of the swamp. Achy breaky heart? Achy breaky swamp? Which way do you want to go, Clyde? Don't tell my heart. My achy breaky swamp? Might just blow up and kill his man. I'm voting for staying on somewhat of uh, dry land s rather than going into the water. We can try. I need a perception check. You would. Twelve. Eleven. Seventeen. You notice something not so good. Give me a sec. I need to make some things visible for you guys. Not so good. As you guys are moving east, Clyde, you notice two cobalts stepping from the forest. Bows at the ready. They are going to get automatic first round. Not sneak attack. They just get first attack. They have been sitting watching you it has been clear that they've been sitting and watching you waiting for you to get to this crossroad ambush pretty much i'm just not going to give them like sneak attack damage and stuff like that because they're not really sneaking they're stepping out and opening fire we successfully saw he successfully saw that all right first one let me first one get is a where's my range where's my range where's my range where's my range eleven to hit for who Clyde oh no okay and the second one is also going to shoot at Clyde sixteen no all right so the first arrow whizzes by wildly as the second one plinks off of your shield. Attack. I need... Huh? Attack! Yeah. I need initiatives. Fifteen. Eleven. Fifteen. All right, who has the faster reflex? Kalela, Kalila, or Defibulus? I'm pretty sure has more Dex. Yeah. Dex, I'm sorry, Dex. I got a 20 Dex. Yeah, same here. All right. Roll off. Both of you roll. This is the ultimate showdown. She's going to, unless she rolls a one, she's going before me. Okay. What'd you roll? An 18. All right. Give me a minute to get these initiative tracker done. Alright. So, first up, the archer to the north. He is going to take a shot at... Let me get this dice out. And taking a shot at Defibulus. Now, are they... Uh, when I go to shoot at them, are they technically in melee since they're yep. within... Okay. Yes. 
24? That is Minus, a hit. Wow. Minus 4, right? Still a hit. Yeah. Uh, where's my D? I keep losing my dice. And you take 4 damage as the arrow whistles past Kalila and strikes you. Okay. Next up, Kalila. Woo! I'm going. To, it doesn't matter for me on the distance one, so I guess I'll shoot at the one in the north. Okay. Thirteen. That is a miss. Next on the list, Defibulous. You have been shot by an arrow. Uh, I'm going to shoot the one that's directly in front of me. All right. Shoot. Shoot away. Sixteen. That is a hit. So I get to do the plus damage due to how close they are? Uh, there should be a range increment that you use. Yeah, I think they're. Uh, he's under 30 feet, so that'd be the D10 plus one, I'm assuming. Yes. 14 damage. Okay. Next on the list is. Clyde. I move forward. Uh, don't you have to roll an acrobatics to get through someone's square? They're friendly. Okay. So. And I rolled a 23. That is a hit. Which one are you aiming at? North. Okay. And six damage. Alright. He does not look... Ha either, both of them do not look happy. Um, That's okay. Can I get a intelligence check from Kalila? Yes. Eleven. You remember your master telling you about Cobalt and how they have a very interesting way of fighting. But you cannot remember exactly what it was. And it's not that they fight a special way. It's that they do something like they don't fight like they're trying to survive they just you don't remember it's one of those like there's something about kobolds and the way they uh, fight that keeps kind of i don't want to say pinging in your head but like that it's that nagging feeling in the back of your head that she's forgetting or missing something that could be crucial right can i take another whack at it and think for an extra second. I would have to charge you a round. But it is... Wait. Uh, it is not your round. It is my round. So. This guy. Who is he going to attack? Who am I going to attack? Who am I going to attack? Clyde. I'm going to attack you. What is with me? Um, 
Does a 12 hit? No. I want to hit you. Too bad. Uh, that puts us at top of round. And I am attacking... I am attacking Kalila. Does a 16 hit? No. The second shot that from its cobalt fires off, whizzing past you, striking a tree. You hear the scurrying of those strange creatures as they disappear into the tree canopy again. That puts us at... Kalila's turn. Kalila. Kalila's turn. Stop scaring the natives. It's not our fault, it's their fault. So I can either attack or I can try and diligently remember what the fuck my master said. Yep, yep, yep. I'm feeling we're probably going to run into more kobolds at some point, so I'm going to at least attack. Okay. But I will probably after the battle try and figure out, I don't know, if I can do it at the same time. Who's you attacking? Oh, uh, the guy in the north. All right. I'm keeping the roll. same target. Okay, roll. Same, 13. You missed again. Your arrow strikes the tree behind him, and he grabs the arrow for his next attack. The Fibulous, you're round. I'm going to shoot at the south guy again. All right, go ahead and roll. 16. That is a hit. Thirteen. All right, that one falls down dead. Would you like to describe your killing shot? Or would you like to just continue? I will just continue this one. Okay. Top of round. The archer pulls the arrow from the tree. He loads it into his bow and he aims at short round. Firing. The shot goes wild and misses, striking the tree behind short round. Kalila. I'm going to try and shoot him again. Then shoot. Yeah, it's a miss. What'd you roll? Uh, nine. Yeah, it's a miss. The Fibulous. Uh, since there's only one left, I'm going to take a shot at the guy in the north. All right, go ahead. Nat 20. Okay, roll your damage, and it is... Um, Roll, t roll the damage twice, right? Yeah, or roll two of your dice. Dice, yeah. Well, I was going to say... Uh, yeah, roll two of your dice. Yep. Yeah. Alright, 14. He is still standing. Bloody... And that gives us 
Clyde. Alright, I attack. Okay. I get a, a 19. That is a hit. I do 7 points of damage. Describe your killing blow, if you want. Simple shield pushing bow out of the way and running through the stomach. Quick turn and pulling out. Longsword staring deeply into his face and saying, Stop attacking us. Yelling it out loud. Stop attacking us. Alright. So as this one drops down dead, it lets out another loud screech. Echoing in the... Echoing in the swamp, you hear the scurrying of those strange creatures as they run higher into the canopy. Guys, I feel something bad is going to happen. Well, we're in a cursed swamp fighting kobold. Now, what was it that I was trying to remember? Roll your intelligence. Nat 20. You remember... Your master used to say, if you fight a kobold, just hurt them enough and they will run away. These kobolds are literally breaking that. They are standing their ground and fighting as if they were cornered. You know, guys, I don't know how much experience you have fighting kobolds, but my old master used to say blah, 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 blah. Hmm, interesting. Makes you wonder, are they defending their home, or is something on the other side scaring them and they're pinched between us and it? That's a good question. But they're not fighting like noble, normal kobolds, and it probably has something to do with this curse that's in here. Would you like to continue pushing through the swamp? Or do you want to be cowards and run away? No, no. It's just a matter of which way. North, east, west. Also, I'm going to pick back up the torch. Okay. I choose west. You light the torch, Clyde. I light the torch. Thank you. I will follow Clyde. Clyde, can I get a perception check? Six. Okay. Uh, Kalila, since you're right next to him, I also need a perception. Four. Hmm? 24. Alright. Clyde, does a fifth or a 25 hit you? Mm, uh, yeah. Okay. So. A strange statue that was covered by moss and vines. As you get close. It slams into you, sending you backwards. It sends you back... Uh, say, 20 feet. He would hit the mountain... Oh, okay, into the tree line. Uh, Kalila, I need you to roll a reflex check to dodge the flying piece, man of steel. 
Uh, I got the reflex check because I saw it. Yes. Nineteen. You successfully dodge Clyde. <coughs> Excuse me. Flying past you. Clyde, you do land in some brush and barely miss hitting a solid tree. You are on your back. Yay. I'm going to see what the hell knocked him back. Alright. As you get closer, you see this strange metal statue. In the front, you see what looks like a battering ram that is shiny and metal with this dense looking black moss in the front of it. Alright, it's covered with dense black moss in the front and it has yes. a battering ram. Yes. How big is it? How tall is it? It stands about 10 feet tall but it looks like it was disguised as a tree. Seem alive? No, it does not. It is solid metal. Um, Defibulous, you would have seen this whole thing happen. Can I get an engineering check? Certainly. I am going to ask aloud, what is that thing? And Clyde, are you okay? 24. This looks like a variant of a bulrush statue. These are usually seen guarding high altitude bridges or areas that could literally knock someone into pits or off bridges. This one looks like it was set up, but it doesn't look like a normal bulrush statue. It looks like someone had meticulously carved metal into bark and tree and has attached and helped vines and moss adhere to it. The one thing that you notice that is strange is on the front of the battering ram section itself, the moss. It is not real moss. It has this strange sponge-like material on it. It is soft but pliable, or it is soft but dense, and it it has just the slightest amount of give. So, in other words, they whoever they set it up to be almost non-lethal at that point. Right. But if this hit someone in, like, the head, yeah, this looks like, because where it hit on Clyde, it looks like it would be if, they, if it was a non-human, someone shorter than a humanoid, it would probably strike their head. So the little creatures that are roaming around here, or a cobalt, or a gnome in height. Yep. Okay, well, I would border at that too, being catfolk. If I'm yep. like five foot, so... Yeah, same here. It is designed for short things. Defibulous will disseminate the information to everyone and go check on Clyde. Help them up. The one other thing you notice is that these are traps that usually have to be reset. So there is no telling how long this trap has been sitting here. I'm going to watch it to see if it resets itself. Okay. As you watch, it just sits there. 
with a stick. A long stick. I'm gonna look for a long stick and poke it. Jit's still standing there. Um, when you did the reef, how did you dodge? Did you just step out of the... What'd you roll? Uh, she rolled a 19. Yeah. yeah, that's high enough that you basically just stepped out of the way. Like, you saw... Yep. You kind of, like, bullet timed. It's like, whoosh. Well, it doesn't seem to be moving or doing anything now, does it? Nope, it's just standing there. I'm gonna walk behind it. It's free standing. It's strangely... Like, they even carved in, like, a root system. So however this is mounted, it is mounted into the ground pretty steadily. Like, it doesn't even look like it shifted when it hit. There's no loose dirt, nothing like that. Hey, hey Clyde, are you are you okay, buddy? Mm, yeah, I think I'm okay. I would offer you a hand up, but I don't think I can lift you that high. Yeah, I'll get myself up in a moment. But um, I would say look to see where the trigger mechanism is and see if it's if the me mechanism itself is reset. Oh, what? Whatever he hit the, to set the trap off may have reset itself. Search for the trigger. All right, roll with disadvantage. So roll twice, take the lowest. What am I adding to it? Perception. Okay, well that's a fail. I rolled a two, unless I get a one. Yeah, no, I rolled like a two. You have absolutely no clue what a triggering mechanism is. What's it look like? Generally, it's going to be a rope or a pressure, a pressure-like plate. I know what a pressure plate is. Mm, it sounds like something yeah. you step on. So I'm no, gonna... technically you would because you I'm are a hunter right. and bear traps. They're a pressure plate. All right, I can look like for something that's similar to a bear trap. Yep. I stand up. Congratulations, you stand up. Uh, how about Yay! I... What'd you roll? 16. There is a very large pressure plate that looks like someone had taken the time to dig down and almost make it like it was a garden bed. So they buried it and then covered it in dirt so it looked like it was just the ground. The only reason you saw it is because when he stepped on it, it it depressed. Ah, okay. I think I found it. Defibulous will see if it, the trigger has been reset. It is a manual reset system. Well, thankfully it's manual reset, so unless someone comes out here and redoes it, it shouldn't go off again. But I would say probably surmise there are more traps. Good. We'll have to keep an eye on that on top of everything else. I've never seen a person fly like that before, Clyde. That's pretty impressive. You can take a hit. I've never seen myself fly like that either. <laughs> which sure way? Do we want to keep dent going? In his shield. So which way do you want to go? Past the machine that made you fly? Or north? Or Past or the machine, west. I would say. Past the machine? Cautiously looking for other traps. We will proceed cautiously eastward then. Okay. As you progress, uh, Kalila, as you walk in the, the water, the water is 
ice cold. It almost feels like winter. Not to the point of where it hurts you, but it is the, yeah, this water is ice fucking cold. And that's not, that's not normal, seeing that this is a very um, humid and damp swamp. The water is frigidly cold, just so you're aware. I shall try not to go into the cold water. Where are you guys going? Okay. I still have my torch with me. Lit. And it, yep, I know. All right. As you guys are traveling, the ground is getting damper and damper, letting you know that you are getting closer and closer to the heart of the swamp. The air is getting warmer and muskier, where you can almost smell um, mushrooms in the air. That, like, that sickly mushroomy smell. Yeah, my character will definitely be sniffing the air. I'm relating the I suspect we're close to the center. I need a perception check. From everyone or just one of us? Everyone. 17. Okay. 13. 11. Alright. So. Everyone sees this. Uh, but I need an intelligence check from... Kalila. Nat 20. In the distance, you see this strange flower that your master has warned you about many a time. He called it a yellow musk creeper. They are very dangerous and can create or um, can release this strange tendril that can connect with creatures, turning them into its own defense and forces it to fight for it. It does not see you, and it seems to be sitting idle. I suggest we go back or continue moving east. That flower up ahead is quite dangerous, and she'll tell him why. Wow, that's kind of creepy. That's a very natural uh, defense mechanism. That's pretty cool. It's a fascinating flower, but I wouldn't recommend going there. So where would you like to go? We can go back the way we came, or we can keep going east. Either way, the heart of the swamp is probably that way, motioning towards the flower. Well, then shall we try to go over here? Alright, so more towards back the way we came. Sloshing through 
the creatures that have been watching are slowly peeking out from the canopy. Their unblinking eyes continuing to watch you as some of them have been jumping from tree to tree, keeping up with this with your party. The swamp has held up to its name of the Dark Swamp. Though it is bright enough with the torch to see, it you can't see too deep into the tree line itself. It's almost like there are pockets of this mist that fill the air to the point of that's all you see. Where are you guys headed now? So you're saying the mist is so thick here we can't see through No. So the mist is getting is thick inside these clusters of trees. Where would the heart of the trees would be is you can see almost like a like right here is just a pocket of this mist and it is thick. What about north of us? It is clear. You can see fine. Okay, well, can you open the map up a little bit because Yes, I can. Thank you. Bloop, 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 bloop. Bloop, 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 bloop. And well, every time we venture into the super thick mist, things don't go well. So I'm not going to be tempted to walk into the density of those thick mists. Can I get a... Um... Sorry, lost my train of thought. Uh, perception check from... Clyde. And, uh, actually, just give me a perception around, perception check all around. Seven. Fifteen. I perceive poorly. Ooh, say that again. I perceive poorly. Clearly. Eleven. All right. So. All of you. No, 13. My bad. I mathed that wrong. But I don't think it makes a difference. Yep, it doesn't. All of you take... Hold on. All of you take... 10 points of damage. Ow! I'm down now. You're down? Yep. All right. Yeah, we're level one. Uh, yeah. Wow, that hurt. Yeah, I'm at an egg too. As you guys take the damage, Kalila sees that ooze, dive into the water, and disappear. She'll yell out "ooze" and be pulling out her own healing potion. It's swimming away. Like, you could see it making haste to dis to get away. It seems like you had startled it, and it was just defending itself. As I down my own potion, I'll also afterwards state, I think we scared it. I will go over to uh, Defibulous and use heal to stabilize him. Um, actually, before you do that... I believe Kalila actually has 
ability of a cantrip that does stabilize. Yeah, but I need to stabilize myself first. You're, no, stabilize as in he's down. I do have stabilize, yes. Can I, how, well, how, I have, okay. It's basically, um, it automatically stabilizes him so he doesn't bleed out. It's a, it's a cantrip. It's, yeah, do I still roll for it? Nope, it's a cantrip. Okay, well, I will stabilize him. Alright. And then drape my own potion. Alright. So, roll, oh, hold on, I gotta pull up the potion stuff, I don't. It's a 1d4. Isn't it like 1d4 plus something? I thought it was a 1d6. You know what? It's a, I'm sorry, it's a 1d8. Okay. It's like a 1d8 plus your caster level, which is technically 1. Okay. Alright. Clyde? Now you can cast heal Clyde. No, that's not how heal works. I'm not casting anything. Oh, you're force feeding him a potion? No, if he's stabilized, I don't have to do anything. Okay. Heal is a skill name. It's not like a spell or the heal is, is a skill. Oh, okay. You're using the skill heal, not cure wounds. Sorry. I'm not a paladin yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what did you have to... What were you trying to do then? He was going to use the skill of healing. Oh, stabilize, okay. Where you have the spell so, stabilized. Alright, well then that means short round should be conscious again. Uh, and I'll see, see if do you have any healing potions? I, I also need... Hold on. Yep. Alright, um, go ahead. Like, you guys need to deal with this. Go ahead. Yeah, I've got three potions on me. Just drinking one of them. I suggest we take a short rest to try and heal up as well. So it's D8 plus level? Uh, yeah. Alright, and that's from zero then, and then it's to whatever I roll? From one. Yeah. Because you were stabilized, you're at one health point. Now back up to six. Can I get a perception check from... Actually... Hugin has been crawling around on the ground, correct? Or has yes. he been on you? No, he's been on the ground with me. I need a perception check from Hugin. Uh, Clyde. Actually, just give me a perception check from everyone. Ten. Dirty twenty. Okay. Wait, no. Yeah, sorry. Hugin's perceptions was a 10 and mine was a 26. You guys notice that these strange creatures throw down 
something at your feet. It is a poorly constructed bag of fur. When it hits the ground, it clinks like if glass was inside. The creature that threw it scurries back into the tree line. His eyes still... You can still see his eyes from the tree uh, leaves. He seems to be watching you carefully. Delilah's going to pick it up unless somebody else makes action too. Alright, Kalila picks it up. Alright. As you pick it up, it's got some weight to it. And you still hear the sound of clinking glasses inside. I'm going to see if I can open this container. It is badly sealed with a swamp vine. Inside, you see three Cure Light Wound potions. Looks like the forest spirits like us holding out the three healing potions. Oh, that's good. I'd be really upset if they were upset with us. Uh. She will hand a potion to everybody. I will use another potion at this point. Then drink it. Slide accept his healing potion. I do, and I use it. Alright, roll. I recover seven health points. Defibulous. Go ahead there. No, sorry, I said I'm gonna save mine. Defibulous will thank the little tree guy for throwing a potion down. I also thank the creatures for their assistance. In the distance, through this mucky water, you do see what looks like two cliff edges and a, a large tree. It looks like it's high enough off the ground that the water has kept its distance from it. The mountain edge is smooth. At least it looks smooth, or it could be wet. It's hard to, it's hard to say at this range. What would you like to do? That's kind of peculiar. Maybe we should take a look at it. Mm-hmm. I concur. It would be better than accidentally stepping on that puddle again. Ugh, please don't remind me. So you see this strange, naturally occurring bridge with a cave that passes through. You can see some mountain edges on the other side and what looks like a large tree growing about... 50 feet up. So the mountain edge up is about 50. We're going to run a little late tonight, guys, just so we can get you at least to a campsite. Does that sound cool? That's fine. Alright, uh, just so I have some kind of idea of where you guys are standing on HP, can I get an HP roll-off or an HP call-off from each of you? I have eight. Okay. I've got uh, 12 at the moment. Okay. I have only two wound points, so nine. Okay. So, in the distance, you see this either glassed or wet stone mountain 
You see a small pass through that. You could see onto the other side. You see more wall. But you do see some light coming through. About 50 feet up, you see a large tree growing into the distance. It's canopy pushing out past the others. What would you like to do? I only see one tree up there. Sorry. Yeah, it's pushing up past the canopy. Technically, this is all canopy to a point. Well, I don't see a way up, and we can either go back down where we've been and continue trying to move westward, or we can go through this tunnel. Probably a ton of kobolds in there. Investigate slowly. And look for traps. Okay. I'm looking up. <laughs> well, okay. I, I mean not solidly, but I'm just saying, I'm making yeah. sure that there's like no one that can jump down or attack us from above. Alright, so go ahead and move through. Because God knows my character likes to attack things from above. Yep. I'm going to also look for traps as we're walking through. Alright. As you enter into this caved area, you notice that it is not an actual cave. It is a naturally forming bridge. These strange vines stretching out from one mountainside to the other, seemingly creating this bridge. It's as if a tree has grown and then the stone and grass grew across it. Just by the way it looks. Um, Defibulous, roll A, engineering. 22. This is a textbook example of a support bridge. The triangle, the way it's set up, it almost looks like triangles. But from this distance, it looks like they are wooden vines that are growing, vines or roots that have grown across. But they're literally creating this structure of triangles, creating a strong bridge for this stone to be on. Wow. Clearly not naturally forming, at least nothing that you've ever seen as naturally forming. I'm going to relay this information to the group in admiration. Yeah, that's definitely not natural. It's made Mm -hmm. out of natural things, I think. Well, I've never seen a bridge form like that naturally, ever. I'm going to continue under it slowly. Okay. Continue away. As you start to pass through, you can see onto the other side. It is leading out into the more swamp, but you can almost see the edge of this mountain that has this gentle sloping down. The air in this little pass through is cooler and the mist is nowhere around. Does anybody else notice the mist is thin again? Yeah, normally the fire keeps it away so what's keeping it away now? I wonder if it's the cliffs. I concur, it might be. Would you like to continue? Yes. Continue away. I need to reveal more of the map. Kalela, you notice Kalela. behind you, whatever, uh, next to you, you see this gentle sloping, gentle slope 
moving up to the tree. The grass is soft grass. It reminds you of something that you have seen in like a meadow. It is not swamp grass. It's out of place. It might seem subtle, but this grass doesn't belong here. I'm going to see if there's any traps over there. Roll perception. Yeah, taking a moment to just look around and find anything that seems peculiar, trappish, or things I should genuinely be cautious around. Perception. 24. Okay. 14. You're good. Did you say you just rolled a 2? No, I rolled a 3. Oh. It's grass. You. So, getting on to the... It looks like, what, Clyde got on the grass? Yeah. The yeah, grass? The edge. Yeah. So, as Clyde's progressing, Kalila, you notice that this grass is definitely the kind of grass you would see in a meadow. It's soft and sweeping and very gentle. It doesn't look like it should be growing here. It looks like it was transplanted here. At least by what you know of grass. All right. You don't see any footprints or any sign that anyone has been traveling on this grass and that it has just had its chance to grow naturally. It seems very undisturbed. I would say, hopefully, it doesn't seem like there's any cobalt in the immediate area with this grass. No tracks. I'm guessing none of this grass is normal for here? No, this grass belongs in a meadow, not a swamp. Uh, Clyde and Short Round, can you roll me intelligence? 15. Mm-hmm. 14. This is definitely grass that you would see that has been tended by, that has been tended. It's not super long, but it doesn't look like, it's definitely not the rest of this grass. This is soft grass. This is grass that you would see or that, because both of you come from civilized society, this is the kind of grass people would let their kids play in because it's soft, it, it doesn't attract bugs, it's, this looks like it's a very well-maintained yard. Yeah. Well, Kalila's going to proceed up the cliff with Clyde. Okay. Just move your characters. When you get up to this tree, the air seems to cool. The you could see out where the mist has pushed back and is keeping its distance. You feel like this would be a safe area to rest. The tree seems to have no scarring on it, like nothing has been crawling on it. I'm going to check across the bridge, make sure there's nothing bad over there and if there's nothing 
So you see what looks like another way down, like another soft hill that would lead back down into the swamp, and this grass is the same. One of the things... Uh, roll me your perception. That one! Alright. You are distracted by the lack of aggressive bugs. Like, you see, like, ladybugs and stuff that eat other bugs that would destroy grass. I think we should make camp here. Would anyone else like to join her across the bridge? Sure. Sure. Uh, Short round and Clyde. Perception. 26. Okay. 15. So I'm going to draw an area. The area in the dark red. It looks like the grass has been cut extra short in this area. In the center, it looks like an area that you could set up a fire pit. It looks like this area was prepared for people to camp out at. There is no sign that there's camping, that someone has camped there. It just looks like it's nice and cleared. There's an area where, you know, the ground swoops down just a little bit. That would be a fire pit for or a camp site. Is it me or does that look way too inviting? Does that look way too inviting? Oh, he'll he'll turn he'll like point over that way. Looks like a good place for a campsite. I investigate. Okay. Investigate. Go ahead and roll perception. Twenty-six. Okay. Twelve. So, Kalela and Clyde, as you guys are investigate, investigating, both of you notice something interesting in the fire pit. You see woven grass. The same grass that you were walking on. One is fashioned like a sword with a ring of light. The other, a butterfly. This is a good place to stay. Sacred symbols of gods. Okay, we camp here. My god tells me that this is a safe place. That's mine. Short round, do you agree? I don't really follow gods, but it looks safe. We camp! We're going to say that you are at level two, and you can camp out here. I have for you this night. I will find a place 
for our strange little guest and ensure that this one doesn't bother us again. But as you heard, our team has bed down for the night. In the heart of the swamp, they have found nothing but combat and questions. They have not found the priestess, but they've also just started their adventure. Well, me friends, the moon is high and it is time for me to say goodbye. And as always, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 